Hello, hello, and welcome to the Empower Hour. It's September 21st, 2022, and we're so happy you're joining us today. Our guest speaker is Barry Newfeld, a Chilliwack, BC school board trustee who has been targeted for his stand against the SOGI 123 program. For previous recordings of the Empower Hour, go to the Action for Canada website and be sure to share the link with your family and friends as well. In fact, send them the link to tonight's webinar right now so they can hop on and watch the show live. If you're watching live on Facebook, click on the link provided so you can join the webinar and have access to the entire show, including being able to participate in the Q&A at the end of our guest's presentation. Action for Canada is a grassroots movement reaching out to millions of Canadians and uniting our voices in opposition to the destructive policies tearing at the fabric of our nation. Through call to action campaigns, we equip citizens to take action. We are committed to protecting faith, family and freedom. My friends, for many of you who are watching the Empower Hour today, you are well aware that we are in a battle for the hearts and minds and freedoms of Canadians of all ages from conception until natural death. Some of you are new to the fight and are just hopping on board, eager for information and like-minded people to connect with. Others of you are battled and scarred and weary, and this weekly webinar is a way for you to recharge and renew. Leading us in this fight is Tanya Gaw, the founder and leader of Action for Canada. She is passionate and valiant, and with her team alongside her, she is relentless in her quest to bring knowledge and truth to hurting Canadians all across our nation. Tanya is a woman of faith and acknowledges that her strength comes from the head commander, the God of all creation. Once again this evening, Tanya will be sharing more information with us, showcasing the Action for Canada website, as well as various wins that we're seeing across our nation. Will you all please help me welcome Tanya Goa? Hi, Tanya. Hi, Heather. Good to be back here. <laughs> I am super excited about tonight. Um, thank you, as always, for your amazing orientation. Uh, you are such a valued part of this team as well as our production team, but it goes beyond that, doesn't it? You you are in the core team meetings on Thursdays and you know what it takes to, to see Action for Canada, uh, you know, grow across the nation into over a hundred chapters and we're going to get into every single community, but we have so many volunteers. And then beyond that, beyond the leadership of our chapters and our core teams and the production team, there are our members and with them, we are accomplishing amazing things in Canada. And so I can't wait to get into tonight's uh, quick review. I always say quick, but there's so much stuff. So I'm going to save a lot of it for Taboo Talks on Tuesday. And we're going to dig more into this issue. And I think that what, what Barry is doing, uh, I have just so much respect for Barry. I call him a Canadian hero. And once you find out more about his story and hear some of his testimony, you'll understand why. Because uh, Barry was standing on the front line of this back in uh, 2017 and, uh, you know, fighting for our children when there was very few of us uh, who were standing on the front line. So I have much respect for this gentleman. Please go in, share this information and let people know what's going on in the public schools and why we're working so hard with pastors to open their doors and why we're counting 
um, on those ch- on churches to open up rooms so that we can get uh, teachers teachers and children into safe spaces. And I just want to give a shout out to all the teachers who have endured working in the schools and that they are moral and ethical people who are fighting nearly an impossible battle. We're battling this on behalf of you. Hold strong. Help is coming. We are hoping. We are praying. We believe we're going to overturn this and get the SOGI comprehensive sexual education completely removed from the education system, along with all of the pornographic books and the drag queens. These sexual performers have no business near our children. Okay, so that's my update. I'm sorry, it always takes a little bit longer when it's a topic this huge. So um, Heather, would you please come on and bring our special guest, Barry on. Thank you. And thank you, Tanya, for your updates and for standing up for Canadian kids. We just so appreciate you and we love you. Thank you. (laughs) I am so pleased to welcome Mr. Barry Neufeld for his very first appearance on the Empower Hour. Barry is a Chilliwack School Board trustee who has been taking a lot of heat for his stand against the sexualization of our innocent and vulnerable children and youth who are in the public education system. He has been targeted and attacked for voicing his very valid concerns about the SOGI 123 program, gender ideology, and the indoctrination of our children as they are exposed to harmful and sexually explicit material. As Tanya mentioned, coming up on October 11th, Barry is heading to the Supreme Court of Canada, and we will be providing the link in the chat so you can help with the legal costs associated with this. Tonight, we're so excited that we can spotlight this courageous man of valor as he advocates for our children. Will you please help me welcome Mr. Barry Neufeld. Barry, welcome to the Empower Hour. We're so grateful you can join us today. Well, thank you for having me. It's uh, a real honor. And I'm, I prepared a presentation uh, that sort of gives the high and low points of my roller coaster ride over the last five years. If, if I could share my screen. Absolutely, Barry, we're going to hand this over to you. I just wanted people to have a real good look at what you're up against right now. So take it away. Uh, sexual orientation and gender identity. Uh, it is probably the most ambitious program I've ever seen in public education. I couldn't believe it. They are, it's not just a learning resource. They want everybody to make policies that fit in with this. They want to change the whole environment of education. And they have a ton of resources that they're using to help indoctrinate kids. <clears throat> my uh, history was that my great-grandfather's uh, were in southern Russia in the 1860s, and they got very uncomfortable that Russia had adopted the idea of the French Revolution that children belong to the state and the schools should train children to become uh, good citizens. So uh, they were comfortable in southern Russia, but they were invited by our first prime minister, Sir John A. Macdonald, to come to Canada, and he promised them they would have freedom of religion. And that's my grandfather, uh, who was a school teacher on the lower right there. About six years ago, my son was enamored with this guy, Jordan Peterson, and was even sending him money. And I said, what's so great about Jordan Peterson? And he said, oh, he's he's standing up against compelled speech and preferred use of pronouns. I thought, that's weird. That'll never become an issue in Chilliwack. Little did I know. Anyways, when I found out about it, I put this post on Facebook and then the fun began. 
uh, it was a humorous comparison of how rapidly society had changed over 20 years. And the reason for this was that uh, Canada leads the way in transgender studies. It was in 2017 of June that Trudeau, our prime minister, added gender identity or expression to the grounds for discrimination in the Human Rights Act. This is the first time anywhere in the world where that was done. Anyways, I was reelected anyway with some uh, the help of some of my friends back in 2018, uh, much to my uh, opponent's upset. You know, public health has caved into LGBTQ plus pressure. Even the pamphlets that they give out to brand new mothers tell them that a child begins to form a gender identity when they're about two or three. It's religious indoctrination. The public education has caved into the, all the LGBTQ pressure. And notice that one of the articles in this ma magazine is, can the religion sex ed divide be bridged? And of course, they referred to all the liberal modernist churches who are, are buying into this. Unfortunately, even private Christian schools have been caving into transgender pressure. And recently, uh, we found this poster that was being posted in Surrey Christian Schools, the largest uh, private Christian schools in British Columbia. They were approached and persuaded by the Ark Foundation that they had a a duty to take care of LGBTQ and uh, students. And so they gave in to hang on to their funding. <clears throat> I've really been impressed with Abigail Schreier. And she says that gender ideology is completely inappropriate in schools. There's no reason to teach it. It has no basis in fact. It's a quasi-religion. Amen. It determined, emanates from revolutionary theory and has been incredibly confusing to children. Abigail wrote uh, uh, an excellent book, uh, How We Are Damaging Our Daughters. Uh, when they started uh, teaching this in primary school, they were using the genderbred person. That identity is in the head, attraction is in the heart, and sex is in the, the organs. But um, the gender ideology had been evolving so fast that they had to come up with a new one, the gender unicorn, and they got this new concept of the sex assigned at birth. In other words, just because a doctor looks at a baby's crotch and decides what sex it is, that doesn't mean it's actually what it really is. In reality, this is totally fake, and it goes against all facts. This is the real gender unicorn. A person who gives in to this is subject to lifelong medical medicalization. They have brittle bones. There was a 26-year-old girl that had to have a hip replacement because of the, the damage that the uh, hormones had done to her. It leaves ugly scars. They're sterile. And due to the bottom surgery, there's often wounds that never heal properly. That is the truth. And you've already seen that picture. I uh, became familiar early with uh, Dr. Steve Terlucas, who is uh, a Greek Orthodox dentist in Hamilton. And he took on the Hamilton Wentworth uh, School District for some of this garbage. He fought the battle for seven years and eventually lost. And he was so disappointed in the lack of enthusiasm by any Christian churches to to help him. He said the pathologies of Christian indifference and apathy are bigger threats than the radical secular humanists that surround us. 
A couple of years ago, I received this in the mail, and I was quite pleased. It came from my uh, uh, conservative member of parliament. Uh, I had been nominated as a community hero for Chilliwack Hope. But unfortunately, two months later, I got an email from the Conservative Party that I had been kicked out. And that was obviously because they saw this picture of me taken with Derek Sloan, um, one in the one uh, conservative politician that uh, supported us in our opposition to gender ideology. There's a lot of people that keep complaining. They want Barry Newfeld to resign, to quit. But I recently received this uh, certificate from the BC School Trustees Association. I'm a lifetime member. The only way they can get rid of me is when I kick the bucket. One of the first challenges to me was I was taken before the BC Human Rights Tribunal, and this is based on um, the uh, claims of Glenn Hansman that I was dangerous to children. Um, they would really like to put me in jail. Uh, I got a kick out of this article, uh, or this meme. But anyways, my opponent is Glenn Hansman. He's a former president of the BC Teachers Federation. And uh, because what he said was so insulting and damning, I sued him for defamation. And he is desperately trying to block my defamation suit. He won at the first round. A recently appointed Supreme Court judge agreed with him that Barry Newfield is a bad person and he needs to be shut up. But I took it to the BC Court of Appeal where three more experienced judges looked at it and they said, this is a dark day for freedom of speech if a big union boss can shut up a lone trustee. So he took it all the way to the Supreme Court of Canada in Ottawa. And uh, this is the highest court in the land. Once they decide there's no appeal, if they agree with Glenn Hansman that Barry Newfeld, people like Barry Newfeld should not be around children, you can see a move across Canada to prevent a lot of people who disagree with gender ideology, keeping them away from children. And that'll be pastors, um, school principals, teachers, even parents. Um, the Supreme Court um, recently uh, appointed a new judge on September the 1st. Uh, Justice Michelle Bonsawin is the first Aboriginal person to be elected to Canada's high court. Uh, she has a real interest in mental health, and I'm hoping I can pique her interest in convincing her that there's a real lack of mental health services for disturbed kids. And this quick fix idea of giving them pills, puberty blockers and hormones is not going to make them happy. Of course, Michelle was chosen by none other than our friend, and I just hope that he hasn't persuaded her uh, or the court how they should decide on my case. There's the interior of the Supreme Court chambers. Uh, I don't have to be there, but of course I, I want to be there. This is an important day in my life. And I'm hoping to be joined by some others. Shannon Boshi is a candidate for the Ottawa Carleton School Board. He supports me. Chanel Fall is also a candidate for the Ottawa Carleton School Board. She supports me. And of course, uh, the globe-trotting billboard Chris uh, will be joining me. You notice that in that picture, which was taken on the steps of the BC Supreme Court, he has his arm in a cast. He was wearing that sign in Montreal, and uh, a radical came up, picked up a 
plastic traffic cone and beat him so hard with it that it broke his arm. Uh, luckily, I haven't had to endure any physical harm, but uh, that's what I'm called to do. That's where I will go. And hopefully a lot of my friends from Action for Canada will be there as well. Oh, Barry, thank you for that amazing presentation. I think you've walked through uh, the events very nicely and uh, bringing you towards October 11th, which is a, a big day for you, but also for Canadians. And yes, you can bet that Action for Canada is going to be there uh, in numbers, showing up, supporting you. Our Ottawa chapter leaders, Danielle and Mindy, uh, we're going to be sending out a poster tonight or tomorrow night for everybody. It'll be a rally poster. We're going to ask everybody to spread it far and wide and anybody in that area. I'd like to see thousands of people on the steps of the, uh, of the court there you go. Thank you so much, Trenzio, for bringing that up. There's the address. There's the time. Is there anything else that you can add to that, Barry? Um, no, I, um, I'm uh, also in the middle of a campaign to be reelected here in Chilliwack. And um, I just want to announce that we have a full slate of seven family-friendly trustees that are determined to take over control of our local school board and uh, get it back on track. We need to focus less on all these woke ideologies and get back to the three R's and academic achievement. And we intend to do that. And the three R's, name them, Barry. Reading, writing, and arithmetic. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Just in case people forgot with all the social justice stuff pouring out of the schools and out of their kids' mouths. You know, that's not what we were sending them there for. But of course, that's why the government for decades has been trying to make it so difficult for parents, uh, taxing them to death so that both parents had to work just to make ends meet so that they would have control of our kids. It, it's brilliant, but it's nothing new under the sun. And we've got to turn this around and uh, get control back into the hands of parents. But we need good people like you in, in, uh, in these positions, Barry. And I'm super excited to hear that you have a full slate in Chilliwack of like-minded people who understand that this is about supporting uh, the uh, rights of parents and as well protecting children from all this nonsense. Thank you. All right, so I think what I'd like to do right now is, uh, Terenzio, if anybody has any questions for Barry, would you please raise your hands? I know that we have some people who are running as trustees on the call right now, and it's really, really difficult out there, Barry, because as you can uh, attest to, the media, of course, is an arm of the government to help their propaganda, and one of the things they do is to try to sabotage anybody that doesn't uh, align with the radical left's uh, twisted ideologies. And I don't think that's any exaggeration. You've experienced a lot of that in Chilliwack, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Right. Yeah, and, it's, and... Been, uh, it's, it's been a stress and a strain, but uh, I have not used very many religious arguments against uh, the Soji 123, but I will say that my energy and my inspiration comes from my faith in the Lord and my spiritual disciplines. 
I, I am 100% on board with you there, Barry. I don't think anybody could endure, I want to say endure the cross in the manner that you have. Uh, this would break a lot of people to have the kind of vile attacks that you've had to endure. It's not, it's not just a matter that the president of the, at the time, the former president of the teachers union came after you and the uh, head of the, the minister of education, but it was that your peers as well came after you and, and they really marred your reputation in the community. Um, one other trustee on my board even tried to take me to court and um, get the judge convinced to fire me. But unfortunately, uh, she lost that lawsuit and she now owes me 10,000 bucks. Well, you won that. That's that's absolutely amazing. Uh, you are a good person, Barry, and you have fought a huge battle for our kids and the majority of Canadians, unfortunately, you know, haven't heard about you yet, but we're trying to change that. And what I'm very grateful for is that throughout history, in it says nothing in the Bible that nothing is new under the sun. And that there was always a time where good prevailed and people were comfortable and, you know, that they could work in the fields and and they had food on the table. And in recent times, you know, we could bring our kids to school and to extracurricular events. We could go on holidays. We had the luxuries, even though taxes were getting, uh, you know, tighter. Uh, but eventually what happens is they have no limit to the ends of their depravity. And, and so they've pushed so far past what is acceptable in society that the average person can no longer ignore it. And they've got to get on board and they've got to use their voice and do something about it. And that's what Action for Canada is trying to do. And that's why our communities are so important is I, I've spent the last seven years doing calls to action campaigns, trying to help uh, people like Barry, trying to bring awareness to really bad legislations that were passing in the last seven years that led to uh, COVID. COVID was not the problem. It was pre-COVID. It was the uh, shutting down of our freedoms of speech, which what is in essence what Barry is fighting for even in this instance. And so the communities that we're building is that so automatically I am trying to train people that they don't need Action for Canada commencing these, which is what Barry has um, had the advantage of. We've got an amazing chapter in Chilliwack and they have just stepped up. They've come to bat and, you know, they're working in that community to help those who are being attacked. And those it's causing the tides to turn. And we want Canadians en masse doing this. And, and I'm really proud of all of our members and our chapter leaders. It's happening. Okay, so, Terenzio, do we have any hands raised right now? Yes, we yes. do. And for those that would like to ask okay. a question, if you go down to the bottom of your Zoom and just click raise hand, little virtual hand there, and we will put you in queue. I wanted to... I wanted to, first of all, commend my lawyer, Paul Jaffe, who's believed in me yes. and stuck by me. His grandfather was a judge in the Weimar Republic and managed to flee Germany just before Hitler took over. So he has a real passion for human rights and freedom. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, my longest colleague is Heather Maas. Uh, she was the one that first heard about Soji and invited me to an information meeting. And she was joined by Dr. Daryl Ferguson. He has a PhD in, in education. He's an expert in, in Islam. And uh, four years ago, Kathy Jones, a teacher with over 30 years experience, nearly made it. She missed out by only 34 votes um, four years ago. Is my video breaking up a lot? 
Um, yeah, just, then, just a little. Richard Procy um, ran against that uh, striptease artist uh, in the uh, in the by-election four years ago. Uh, we thought he was going to win, but something funny happened with the mail-in ballots. In the walk-in mm -hmm. polls, he won. But when they counted the mail-in ballots, suddenly this extremely left-wing person got in. So we're puzzled about that. And uh, there's a new candidate that's joining us, Elliot Friesen. He's a young father, a real estate agent with four kids and uh, three kids in school. And the last candidate will just blow you away. His name is Lewis Point. He's First Nations. And he is the son of the former Lieutenant Governor of British Columbia, Stephen Point. Wow. And his mother... Amazing. Is a UBC professor in Aboriginal education, and Gwen, Dr. Gwen Point, was a pioneer in Aboriginal education in all of British Columbia, and we're just thrilled to see him throw his hat in the ring with the rest of us. Okay, that is uh, absolutely sounds like you've got a, an amazing team that you're running with, and we pray and. I think, you know, through all of this, even just Canada-wide, uh, we know that prayer moves mountains, and we've got to be not only praying for all of these candidates, but we've got to be the boots on the ground out there supporting them. And as Barry just said, you know, one election was lost by a mere 34 votes. Can you believe that? We have so much power to win elections if we can get properly organized, and if people will just get off their butts and realize, you know, they could stay home and say, I don't feel like going out today, but your vote makes that difference and so we're really asking you to get out and vote be responsible vote responsible find out who in your community is running and what their values are all right and yeah you were talking about paul jaffe i've had many conversations a few years back with paul and uh pretty much at the onset i met him at one of the events that you were at started a conversation and i remember being on the phone with him a time or two talking about the soji agenda and how it had uh really begun at the united nations it's very important for us to understand uh you know the global agenda that is here and how they want all their member nations to accept this and this is an unelected body interfering with our judeo-christian values as a nation and our rule of law and we got to bring a stop to it we have the power to stop this they should have never had had the ability to uh, influence our gov government in any way. So Paul does really deserve a big shout out tonight. We need to pray for Paul as well, that he's going to be fully on his game come October 11th. As Barry said, uh, Barry, is there 12 lawyers that you're up against or 12 pleadings? 12 pleadings. And I believe the interveners are not going to be in the courtroom. They're going to be joining by Zoom. Uh, there's only uh, four lawyers allowed to sit at the uh, bar, and so okay. Mr. Hensman's two lawyers will be there, and my, uh, <clears throat> I believe just Paul will be there. Mind you, I've had to hire a lawyer in Ottawa for all the running around and paperwork that needed to be filed. Right, and and so everybody, I just again, I'm going to give you a reminder right now, uh, Sheila will has already put the link in. Please support Barry in this legal action. He needs to raise tens of thousands of dollars. And uh, Barry could be retired right now if he really wanted to, but he's not. He's choosing to be in this fight because it is that critical for the future generations of this nation and for each one of us. So Barry, I just I keep wanting to give a shout out and thank you so much. All right, Trenzio, can you bring on another guest to ask a question, please? The question is okay. from uh, Igor. 
So, okay, are you um, there? Can you? Yes. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, I okay, can. Okay, great. Great. Uh, thank you. Uh, Mr. Neufeld, uh, before everything, you know, I'm taking my hat and uh, and uh, giving a bow to the earth for everything that you've been doing. You know, it's uh, it's just um, it's it's uh, it's great. No words. Uh, my question is uh, in Burnaby, we are. Uh, initiating a campaign to educate uh, parents of uh, elementary schools about um, about the hidden harm that is camouflated by the um, uh, words uh, inclusiveness, uh, tolerance, and uh, etc. And uh, uh, what um, is the a sentence, uh, the first sentence, or uh, two first sentences that you would. Um, um, ask or tell the parents that you don't know uh, to start the conversation? Well, diversity, inclusion, and equity, the letters spell out die. And that's exactly what it's done. Um, when, when they brought this program in, they said that SOGI would increase the inclusion of uh, kids with different uh, backgrounds, different sexualities, different gender identities. And if they felt more included, they would do better in school and their marks would go up and they would be happier and uh, more content. Well, the exact opposite has happened. In the last five years, um, um, the uh, mental health problems and, and the depression among school-aged children has skyrocketed. Our uh, achievement scores have gone down, and it has done exactly the opposite of what they promised this would do for uh, public education. So diversity, inclusion, and equity means die. Huh, that's a very interesting way of putting it, uh, Barry. We can see it crushing the spirits of our kids and, and their minds. They're so confused. Their minds are malleable. We're putting them in what would have been trusted facilities. And instead, uh, you know, these people are ravaging the minds of our kids. And it was really evident if you read the reports on that trans teacher in Ontario that multiple kids had said they're very uncomfortable with this. They recognize that it's not normal, but they felt that nothing could be done about it. Isn't that interesting? Our, our kids are being, you know, exposed to this kind of depravity and they're not feeling like the adults in the room can protect them. That's, that's absurd. And that's why we've got to stop uh, tiptoeing around the language and we've got to be very bold and just boldly speak the truth in confidence. And, and so thank you for that question, Igor. All right, Trenzio, do you have another question? Next question is from Sharon. Hello. Hi, Barry. Hi, Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Long time no see. Yeah, a couple hours. <laughs> I, my question is, it, do we know the annual funding that goes into this program? Um, and are there special um, considerations, financial considerations for the individual school boards um, to promote this program? Hmm. There... They have hired uh, a SOGI lead in every school. So um, in Chilliwack, we have about 32 schools. So there's 30, 32 uh, positions. Um, they're not full-time positions, but even if they're only half-time, that's 32 times $50,000 a year. Um, 
$160,000, I guess. No. One point six. Yep. I need to go back to school and work on my arithmetic. <laughs> <laughs> Just get that calculator out. That's what I do, Barry. But I think that what Sharon's brought up is a very good point. You need to know that there's hundreds of millions, billions of dollars uh, going into this agenda. This is another money-making business. It helps with depopulating the world by sterilizing kids and causing them not to be interested in the opposite sex to get married and procreate properly as God has intended us. But also the pharmaceuticals are making a huge amount of money by getting kids hooked on, uh, you know, all of the hormones and the drugs. Uh, most of those become lifetime customers. Uh, you know, it is not reversible. A girl can't grow back her breasts. Uh, you know, the change to the voice, the beards, it, it's just absolutely. So there's that aspect of it, but also all of the money that are pouring into um, in, in, into the different levels of these organizations. Trudeau, how much was it that Trudeau just committed to this trans agenda? Was it $335 million? Something like that. Two weeks ago, $100 million. $100 million? Okay. So it's $100 100 million of Canadians taxpayers hard earned money at a time when you know we're looking at recession where does the money come from he he treats it like it's monopoly monopoly money it's it's disgusting he needs to go <laughs> we know that all right thank you for that question Sharon it's a very good thing for people to talk about and um as i've said multiple times is that even if you don't have kids in school you need to be really outraged about this because those are your tax dollars that are paying for all of these programs within your municipality. You should be knocking on the door of the mayor and city council and you should be demanding change. You should be looking to overturn these school boards. This is, they, they have to take an oath to responsibly use the money that the taxpayers are giving them. And these social agendas um, are not included in that, okay? This is about making sure our kids are educated and ready for the future. And it's very evident that they're coming out of school and not ready. Um, okay, so I see Vanessa's asked a question. It goes, what is the best way to speak to people at their door as we campaign for a conservative school trustee? Do we bring up these controversial topics at the door or keep it simple? What do you say, Barry? You know, I think that's the trouble. A lot of voters are lazy. They don't do their homework. And uh, well, we have to be willing to lay out the, the ugly truth that, you know, there's a terrible thing that's happening to our, our, our public education system and our society in general. Like I pointed out, it's in public health nurses. It's in K-12. It's even worse in post-secondary schools. I have, my son has a girlfriend who's a tiny little thing at UBC, and she's so uncomfortable because all the bathrooms are same sex, and she walks into the can, and there's a six-foot muscle-bound guy in there that identifies mm -hmm. as a woman, and she's just terrified to go to school. Um, I read Lindsay Shepard's book about what goes on at Wilfrid Laurier University, where she was, and it was, it was an absolute gong show that... Mm -hmm. um, and kids are just afraid to speak out and say anything. And it's, it's time that we push back because the, the radicals are not afraid of pushing back. I've been called every name in the book. 
Yeah, it's exactly, and and uh, you know that's what we're doing uh, tonight, isn't it? Is we're we're no longer tiptoeing. Uh, around the boundaries that they feel that they've put in place rightfully. Uh, when they amended the Human Rights Code to include gender expression and gender identity as a protected group, on, uh, you know, w- what that was in violation of, and, and it was not necessary because we were already considered all equal under the law. There was absolutely no reason that they changed and amended the human rights except for to be able to push this agenda. And but the problem is, is that can't trump the criminal code. So if they're in violation, if they're sexualizing children, if they're grooming children, we need to start calling it what it is and get this removed from the schools. And so, Vanessa, what I would say is that if it were me going door to door, I would have uh, some sort of flyer with me. Uh, I would have some of the images that show the pornographic books that are available to kindergarten to uh, grade 12. And I would just start asking questions saying, you know, hi, I'm here representing, name the candidate that you're representing or candidates and saying, oh, you know, we're very concerned about the direction that the education system has gone. Are you aware and then start making them aware. Are you aware that there's pornographic books available to children and that they're trying to normalize this and that they've got a resource called either the Comprehensive Sexual Education, depending what province you're in, or the SOGI resource that is actually grooming children and it's proving to do that and a lot of kids are being harmed. Start a conversation. See where you can go. And um, that was that's just a suggestion to myself. Sheila has provided a flyer in the chat that we've created to try to bring attention to this. And we hope that you'll print that and use that to help you out. Okay, so Trenzio, do you have another question? We do. Next question is from Weislawa. And I'm sorry we cannot promote, <laughs> we cannot bring uh, Weislawa up. Uh, unfortunately, we cannot do that because of the Zoom. So we will have to go to the next question. Next question is from C. Holden. Hi, it's Cindy. Can you hear me okay? Right, we sure can. What's your question? Hi, thank you, Tanya. Thank you, Barry. Um, I think you touched on it, Tanya, but you know, I have to keep on asking myself why this is this is part of the new agenda, the woke population, probably, you know, new world order. But what is the end game? I think you touched on it. Like, why are they doing this? It's not just in Canada. We know it's in US, it's in California. Like it's like you touched on it, Tanya. What like what is the end game? I, I believe that we're in a spiritual battle of uh, good versus evil. I believe it's depravity and throughout society, um, evil has always tried to advance itself. And as I was saying earlier, good people were working, uh, putting their kids through school and, you know, they were going about their life not realizing what had entered the school system. And the evil is always working to um, put an agenda forward. And they were very busy doing that around the clock. It's a very, very small percentage of the population that implemented this by advocating and lobbying the government relentlessly. As Barry, uh, was it Barry that had said in his presentation that the Surrey Christian School had been lobbied by the ARC Foundation, that's A-R-C Foundation, in order to uh, try to have them become sympathetic towards the LGBTQ. So by, um, yeah, so that would be my answer. Barry, what do you have to say? Well, I've become very uh, much a fan of James Lindsay and Ellen uh, Buckrose. And I read their book, uh, Cynical Theories. 
And this has been going mm -hmm. on for a generation in our post-secondary. It's postmodern critical theories. They're tearing everything apart. And uh, uh, Lindsay claims that the sexualization in schools is part, is all the signs of a religious cult. And the purpose mm -hmm. is to turn kids against their parents. Even if a kid is not persuaded to become, come out as gay or transgender, they turn against their parents because they think that their parents are old fashioned and out of touch. And by turning this generation of children against their parents, they've got an army of revolutionaries that can bring in this soft cultural Marxism and completely change exactly. society. They want to get rid of all old institutions, all uh, um, courts, police, churches, um, schools, everything is going to be different. And th to do that, they've got to turn the kids against their parents. That's very well said. Very well said, Barry. And like you say, cultural Marxism, uh, and they're rapidly heading in that direction. It's a very anti-God movement uh, because they, they, without destroying the church, they can't commence this agenda. And that's why we're calling on Christians. There's millions of Christians in Canada. And we're telling you, you need to stand up and you need to get on the front line in this battle with us. And, and even if you don't believe in God, you need to understand that this uh, nation factually was built on Judeo-Christian biblical principles. And that's what our freedom and democracy is founded on. And that's something worth fighting for. And we need you in this battle with us. The UN said very clearly, they don't even hide it, that they're going to use our children as agents of change. They're the boot yes. soldiers that they're raising in the public education and private education systems. And uh, so I hope that answers your question. That was good. All right, Terenzio, the next question. Actually, we don't have any questions up. I think it was no, uh, no hands up. Very well articulated. Okay. All right. So I do see, let me just see if there's any in the Q&A here, new trustee. Okay, so a new trustee, uh, Sir Muller, how do I start? First, first ask for a list of library books. Is this, oh, I'm not quite sure of the question. New trustee, how do I start? He actually just put his hands up. Would you like me to bring him on? Oh, yes, please. Okay. That would be great. Sorry Sir about Muller, that. Sir Muller, you should see a message pop up on your screen. Yes, thank you. I unmuted. Yes, yes you're ready you. to go. So I just, there was no one um, running for the um, Catholic school board. So I... Um, actually was going to run for public, but somebody was. So I went for the Catholic because I did put my kids through it. And my grandkids are in it. And I'm personally not even a Catholic, but they don't know that. And I was acclaimed. So um, <laughs> regardless, um, I don't. So I'm going in and the chairperson called me to say, you know, who are you? Tell me and why did you run? So I, and I specifically said this. And that I'm worried about the um, the um, the sexualization, and I told her that it was grooming, and I'm worried about drag queen story hour because I'm seeing it in local libraries. And, you know, of course, she didn't really comment, but I kind of put it all out there in the beginning, so I'm a little not sure when I arrive what the mood might be because. Uh, and I don't know if this is all cross Canada or only what they're addressing in my school board. She said it was going to be, they were focusing this year on equity and gender. Oh. And I thought, Oh yeah, here we go. So, um, you know, so I'm not sure. 
I don't want to go in guns a blazing because you don't want to, you know, you want to be able to work. I do know someone else that's on there and I know they have strong Catholic values. And even I'm going to go in with saying, you know, where is this coming from? This is what I had thought was, where are you getting this from? Is this coming from government? Because as separate school, aren't you supposed to offer something different? And isn't it supposed to come from the Bible? This is how I'm going to go in. But what should I should I be asking to see what books are like, are these books in the Catholic board too, or I'm in Ontario, by the way, sorry. Okay. Yes, I, they are. Th- there are some Ontario Catholic school boards that are extremely woke. And mm-hmm. um, there's a, a very left-wing movement in the Catholic church. Um, I would say my advice as a new trustee, do a lot of listening for a while until you really know your way around the landscape. As far as for research, get a copy of the Pope's book, The Theology of the Body, and uh, look for Christopher West on YouTube. He's a a Catholic uh, blogger and teacher who uh, offers some very sound biblical teaching about uh, Christians and sexuality. Excellent. Thank you for that, Barry. And I'd also recommend that you get in touch with our Ontario chapter leaders. Uh, Nito is our provincial leader. There's Terry Recker, um, Oshawa chapter leader, Toronto chapter leader. Get in touch with them and then they'll help to make sure that you are um, in with the group. They've been doing a lot of training for trustees and for mayors and city councils. They've been involved in groups. And I think it's really important for you to be connected and get that kind of support. Uh, you know, we got to take a look at people. If you, some of you may know Michelle Rempel, she's a conservative MP, but she's a complete infiltrator. Michelle Rempel has used her time to push the trans agenda. Uh, she's uh, friends and has aligned with uh, individuals who believe that it is the state's right to remove parental rights. That's Michelle yeah. Rempel in the Conservative Party. And, and so it's very important. They've infiltrated. It's time for us to take back our school boards and, and the uh, mayors and city councils because the UN has said, especially with the cities and the towns, that they're closest to the people and can affect their and I- implement their, their change in their agenda. So it's really, really critical that we take back these levels of government. Okay, so um, let me just see if there's a couple of, how can we find out uh, that live in Richmond. There's there's going to be a list coming out. I think I'm going to post it as well on the website. And somebody put something together today. What was his name again? Uh, Barry Brad? Nope. Bob Ray. Bob Ray okay. has put a list together. Yeah, of all kinds of trustees in British Columbia, and he's he's providing the independence. And he's providing the trustees that may align with your values. And so then ability to make a decision. And I think that's an important way of doing it. And there's these types of organizations that are nationwide. Action for Canada is working on creating a very in-depth database to uh, support elected officials at all levels of government. We're not uh, quite ready yet. We're going to get third-party registration across Canada, and then we're going to be much more well-prepared moving forward, and then we will be able to support and promote every single 
um, individual candidate running for office. So at this at this point, we can't do, I guess, advertising or things like that. We can have Barry on the show. He can talk about his very important story and his journey. And then from there on, uh, we really hope in the next months to be as well prepared as possible to help you all out and make it as easy as possible. Also, I'd recommend you going to Campaign Life Coalition's webpage. And they have a list of elected officials as well. I believe they have it at all levels of government. And it is BC, Manitoba, Ontario, and PEI that are having the municipal and trustee elections right now in October. So get involved, get this information, and find out who to support. Okay, so can a school trustee affect the policy-making SOGI programs being rolled out into the schools? Can they affect the policy? Um, I don't think so. We need to get it removed, period. Can a, can a school board decide in their own ferry whether or not to have SOGI resource permitted? You know, what? one of the things that is so concerning is that uh, they have stripped so much of the power of school boards. Uh, and really, they talk about partners in education. They talk about partners with the the parent committees with uh, the unions, with uh, the, the Ministry of Education. But actually, the BC Teachers Federation is no longer a partner. They are a master. Uh, teachers are choosing their own resources. And mm-hmm. even though it says in the school act, the school trustees are supposed to approve them. Uh, school trustees were not even consulted or involved in the creation of SOGI 123. And then they secretly piloted a year before I had even heard about it. We yeah. need to get we need to get more local strength in local government. A lot of people don't even bother to vote in their local governments, and yet your local government, your municipality, and your school district has more influence on your life than the federal government or the uh, provincial government. They, people don't seem to realize that. Right. One of well, the, most... the UN does. <laughs> I just said yeah. that the UN has recognized it. Right? Go ahead. What was your finish up there? One of the most disappointing things I hear when I'm out on the street talking to people and I run into a retired couple and they say, oh, we don't bother to vote in the school board elections because we don't have any children in school. Our kids are all grown up. Well, you know what? Those old people are going to land up in an old folks home pretty soon. They're going to be looked after by some of these graduates that are coming out and have been taught to hate cisgender white Christian people. And you can be darn sure they're not going to get very good care. So uh, it's incumbent upon all of us to make sure that our society is strong in the future. And you should take an interest in what the trust the candidates stand for and make a careful decision to vote for somebody who supports strong family values. Excellent. Thank you, Barry. Okay, I understand, um, Terenzio, that we have one more hand up. We do. Okay. Is that Suzanne? Next question is from Suzanne. Hi, Suzanne. Suzanne is our chapter leader of Action for Canada in Prince George, and we're very proud of the work that she and her team are doing. Oh, thank you, Tanya. <laughs> can you hear me? <laughs> sure can. Okay. Yeah, no, I was uh, just going to ask you, Barry, we were talking to some of the trustees here and, and uh, saying that we wanted these books taken out of the the schools and everything. And we were told that like, just as more or less what you were just saying, that you're limited in what you can do, that he said that they didn't have the, 
uh, I don't know if it's the power, the authority, whatever it was to do a lot with that, because it's a mandate from the uh, provincial minister of education. And no, that, uh, that's not true. Okay. No, the province has made it very clear that uh, learning resources are up to each individual school board and the province will no longer have any say in it. You know what I discovered a few years ago that really surprised me? I was in Save On Food and there was a school librarian digging through this uh, table of books that were on sale. And I said, Carol, what are you doing? She said, I'm buying books for my library. Mm -hmm. I said, what, you get them mm -hmm. here? She says, yes. Neither the board nor the Ministry of Education has any budget for library books and so we teachers buy them with our own money. So radical, it only takes one radical teacher in a whole school. And uh, it's their religious tracts. They'll happily spend three, four hundred dollars on twisted books and put them in the school library. And the principal and the trustees and the superintendent, everybody feels helpless that they can't stop this. Well, if parents make enough of a stink about it, they'll figure way they'll figure out a way to stop it. Right, exactly. And and um, Barry, the great thing as well is now we have this opportunity to serve this notice of liability, and uh, you know because this is pornographic material, it's inappropriate. It doesn't matter what that uh, teacher's uh, religion is; if it's against the law, it gets pulled from the school. And this is why we're asking people to do a freedom of information. Find out who it was that put those books in the school and they need to be investigated. Another thing that another chapter leader um, advised me of, Christina, she, she works for the uh, public, uh, she worked for the public libraries, and I was disgusted to find out that they're throwing out our history books, and she is collecting as many and purchasing our history books, and they're replacing them with this garbage. You know, they, they want the founders of our nation uh, to be forgotten about, and so they're removing those books from the libraries. We've got to put a stop to this, and that's why I say there is no better, more effective movement in Canada, and, and this is not me being um, boastful, but it just happens to be a fact. It's a good strategy as what Action for Canada is unfolding across this nation, to get really build up communities, build up a chapter, and then those members have thousands of people, part of the chapters, and you can take back effectively every level of government. There's way more of us than them, but we need your help in order to do this. Okay, so thank you for that question, Terenzio. Was there any others? Because I'd also like to bring up uh, Barry's uh, social Media, I think you have uh, a link to that. We want people to support Barry. This That rally poster will be coming out. You can follow Barry on social media. This information is on the page that I created for Barry and on the website. Uh, Sheila, would you mind just posting Barry's page one more time in the chat to make sure that that's available to everybody? They should be following Barry and staying up to date. And then as well on that page is how you can also donate. To be honest, uh, Barry, I did on the page remove PayPal. We don't support PayPal. They don't support Action for Canada, but we do support Give, Send, Go. So you can send Barry a check. The email is there. It's also on our webpage, the e-transfer, and then also don't donate to Give, Send, Go. I wouldn't give PayPal any support at this point. No offense, Barry. I don't, don't know if you're aware of all the damage, right, that they've caused and they shut Action for Canada down, and we didn't need them. We've got, we've got other options. <laughs> we have and two so more heads also, up. 
Oh, okay. We'll get back to that then. But also about giving, I, I really want to encourage people. Some of you, you know, will be concerned about what happened at the truckers rally. People were donating. The government ended up freezing bank accounts. But, you know, we've got a lot of courageous people on the front line that need funding. Action for Canada. We need funding to keep this going. And we're having such a momentum that we're push, pushing back that all levels of government are talking about Action for Canada. Uh, the media is, the unions are, because what we're doing is so effective. And I'm saying we, that includes you, that includes, includes all our uh, volunteers and our boots on the ground. But that also includes people like Barry, who is on the front line of this fight. And whether you feel comfortable or not with your bank account, open a separate bank account where you can provide donations to people and and then you're not worried about maybe or take all your money out of the bank put it into into something else figure it out but we're not going to win this war without money it just happens to be a fact and I'm not asking people who have lost their jobs I'm asking those of you who are doing well and can afford to give everybody should be able to afford ten dollars Barry's putting it all out there and in the very near future, I'm also, I've got 90% uh, of it done. There is a town councillor in Newfoundland who has been so berated by the mayor and town council, smeared his reputation to the point where a bullet shot went through his living room window while his wife and three children were sleeping. And the mayor and council are considering, considering his seat vacant because they have not permitted him to speak. It's a complete sabotage. He never stepped down. The people voted him in. They can't just arbitrarily remove him because he doesn't align with their warped and twisted thinking and belief in COVID. And so this is a gentleman as well who's going to be, who's got lawyers. He's going to proceed with courts court challenges, and we're going to need to support him as well. So that's what Action for Canada does. We bring awareness, and we're going to ask you to support these very important cases that will have a tremendous effect for the rest of Canadians and individuals in this situation and clear the path for others. All right, so what's the? maybe we'll have two more questions, and then we'll wrap this up. Sounds great. Next question is from Sandra. Hi, Sandra. Hi there. Um, I'm just wondering, how do we get the details on the candidates? I, I live in Vancouver, and we've got all these candidates now running. See the signs all around, but who are they? What? How do we find out what their values are, what they're standing for? How, yeah, how you're we... going to right. You're going to need to start re reaching out, you know, personally to these individuals and start asking them questions, but. Let's, um, Barry, if you have an answer, I'm just looking for the link that I received today. I'm going to post this because I believe that um, it will be important for anybody living in BC anyways to be able to find uh, this list of candidates. Again, it was on my other computer. So can we go to the next question, Terenzio, and I'm going to look for the link that I had found well, I'll just, earlier. I'll just comment that in today's political landscape, nearly everybody who runs for a, a seat has a website. So if you Google their name, you know, if the candidate is Joe Blow, Perfect. just Google Joe Blow and uh, you may find it. And once you find their website, don't believe everything that you read on the website. Look for their phone number because they should make their phone number available and give them a call and say, what do you think about these dirty books in schools or whatever concerns you? find out that way right 
and, and go to their social media, check out their social media and see what they happen to be, you know, promoting on their page. Okay, so I did find the link that was sent to me today. You can take a look at that. The independent individuals that are running as well as ones that would very well, very likely align. Oops, sorry, I sent that to Sheila. <laughs> Let me make that available to everybody. There you go. So that's for British Columbia. If anybody has one from another province that would be helpful, please feel free to share it. All right, so Terenzio, did we have one more question? We do. Next question is from Daniel. Hi, Danielle. Hello. Um, we would like to welcome um, Barry. I, uh, I am in Ottawa here. And I would like to thank you for everything you are doing. Um, we want you to feel among friends here in Ottawa because what you're doing is hero heroic. And, and we would like to welcome you in Ottawa with open arms. And please um, feel free to reach out to us. And uh, okay. we'll be there for you. Thank you, Danielle. Uh, so Barry, just so you know, Danielle you. is our chapter chapter leader in Ottawa. And I will put you in touch with her so that if there's anything they can do to assist you, maybe get you a ride from the airport to your hotel, anything that you'd need, we would like to uh, give you assistance. I'm celebrating Thanksgiving dinner with my son on Sunday. And then I'm catching a red-eye flight leaving 11 o'clock Vancouver, which puts me in the Ottawa airport bright and early in the morning. So my only free time in Ottawa is from about 7.30 in the morning until I can get into my hotel uh, later in the afternoon. And uh, Supreme Court is usually only one day in length. But with so many interveners, it may spill over to Wednesday morning. But okay. then I'm flying back home to Chilliwack uh, after court on Wednesday only one day to rest up, and I have an election in Chilliwack to deal with. So it's going to be a whirlwind week. <laughs> okay. Well, just so you know, we're going to make uh, sure that you're fully connected with phone numbers to Danielle, and that if there's anything that we can do to help you out, that would be awesome. Thank you, Danielle. Was there anything more to add, or was that the message? No, she's muted. Okay. All right. Well, Barry, we just want to thank you so much for taking the time out to be part of the show tonight. We're happy to bring awareness to your situation. And again, with just such a grateful heart, uh, I know that I speak on behalf of everybody that's attending and so many Canadians. Just a big thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Well, God bless you. All right. Okay, everybody. Whew, that was a big topic tonight. The Empower Hour will be available on the Empower Hour uh, page by tomorrow. We are just posting the guests from now on when we upload the Empower Hour in our conversation. And the review that I do in advance is going to be posted separately. That way, uh, our weekly in, uh, reviews can be posted on social media. Uh, there may be information in there that you wanted to share with a friend that you didn't want to include with, you know, the the whole interview as well so I just um, again just want to give a big shout out to everybody who attended we love you very much and as always we've got to trust 
that there is a mighty living God that is sitting on the throne. He hasn't gone anywhere. He hasn't lost his power. He's just shaken things up in Canada so that we would wake up to all the uh, devastation that was coming our way. And uh, we're not going to do that when we're comfortable, right? When we're living a comfortable life, uh, we're focused on the things about us and our family. And it needed to go beyond that. So we should be grateful in all things right now because it's waking up a nation. And we have an amazing opportunity right now to turn things around. So the solutions are make sure that you become familiar with um, who's in your area to vote for. Get out and vote. Be part of a chapter. Volunteer as a chapter leader. We're we're in the midst of vetting again. And we're going to get more and more chapters across this nation. Be part of that community. Ask friends and family, you know, to commit some of their time every week to the hardworking people that are trying to represent you. Patrick Moore. The one of the co-founders of Greenpeace, he left Greenpeace because he never aligned with their values and ideas anymore on climate change and the destruction of our world economy based on this pseudoscience. So we are very thrilled to have Patrick Moore come and spend some time with us next week on the Empower Hour. So please make sure that you ensure, um, that you'll share that Empower Hour invite. I'm working on it right now and should have it hopefully available on the webpage maybe by Friday. But as always, our actions go out on Sunday night and uh, we always provide that extra information to help educate you further on the specific, this will be specific to the climate fraud. And so we're excited about that. All right, I'm gonna say it again. God bless you and God bless Canada. Yeah.
right. So I am just going to thank you so much. I'm going to say God bless you and God bless Canada. Yeah.